Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are back. Yeah, I didn't say it this time. We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I am your host, Rob, and I want to, you already know, thank all of the listeners and supporters. Guys, y'all just warm my heart. We have so many people supporting us, listening. Um, shout out to Tamika. I got to give you a shout out. She made a purchase at Gardner's Garden, which helps the show. Ladies and gentlemen, when you shop with our affiliates, it really helps us out. So I wanted to give her a special shout out. Speaking of affiliates, we have Garner's Garden. They sell natural products. They sell skincare products, hair care products, um, and oral health care products. Check them out. That link will be below. We also have Retro Mimi. For those gamers out there like me, y'all know I'm a gaming nerd. The holidays are coming up. They sell handheld emulation consoles. All you got to do is flash and put the information on your micro SD card, load it up onto your handheld system of choice, and you can have the good old days of the 90s and early 2000s walking around in your pocket. So make sure you check them out. Black water, that is BLK water. They have water that is literally black from the minerals that they put in it. It comes in various flavors. I like it. It is delicious. Check them out. Get you a, try you a different spin on your water. And last, but definitely not least, Acre Gold. You can sign up for a subscription plan and pay monthly towards a bar of gold. And when you get your gold, you can do what you want. Make you a ring, make you a necklace, make a pendant or just save it for a rainy day, because you never know, you never know. So those are our affiliates, shout out to them. We have with us the co-host with the most, who is always vibrating higher, Miss Jessica Fountain, AKA J4. What up? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, I, yeah, I almost spit out my wine, yo. <laughs> yo, I almost choked. <laughs> yo, I, we on one today, y'all. I'm just let y'all know yeah. now. I'm over here sipping. We on one today. How are you? We are. I, I, I'm well. We are well. We are. Um, we are. I am doing really well. It was. It was an interesting week, and I am glad to be winding down. I have a half day tomorrow, and so. I'm I'm good. No complaint. I got a half day tomorrow too. I got I'm backed up. I got uh edit three episodes. Yeah, <laughs> four. You do, because we have a meetings this weekend to discuss things. No, that that's on Monday. That ain't the weekend. It's my weekend. My weekend is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <sighs> no comment. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have a special <laughs> guest <laughs> with us today. One of my brothers, a fellow Claflin Panther and advocate of Five New Pie. One of my boys. I'm proud of this brother, man. Um, I've literally watched his journey and I saw, I've seen a physical and mental and business transformation like I've never seen before from someone. I don't be telling people all this stuff. I like to give them their flowers when they're in front of me. And I'm very proud of him. He's doing great things. Um, in the health and fitness world and you all definitely need to make sure you take notes this episode and make sure you follow him once we give y'all that information so without further ado ladies and gentlemen we have competition prep coach and mentor and owner you heard me owner owner i had to say it of outlaw <laughs> fitness mr lawrence inman Woo! Thank you for welcome, me. welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. What's going on with you, five man? Not too much. Just finally, uh, finally able to relax a little bit. Uh, been on the road for the last nine to eight weeks. Ooh. Just different shows in different states. So this is the first week actually being able to sit down. Um, I have someone actually competing this weekend, but. Just needed to, to sit back and relax this one. Okay. Okay. So I want to start this show a little bit different. Tell the people where they can find you and tell them what you do so that when I start asking these questions, it'll make sense to them. Got it. They can find me on Instagram at 
Break My Fifth Law. Uh, that page is for my lifestyle clients as well as competition. And then they can find me on Facebook with Lawrence Inman. And what is it that you do, Mr. Inman? Just just break it down for him a little bit further. I mean, I said it, but tell him what you really do. Gotcha. So I deal with uh, bodybuilding competition, uh, getting people ready uh, to get on stage, perform, and show off their physique that they worked with in different categories, such as bikini, figure, uh, men's physique, classic, and bodybuilding. Uh, and I also uh, work with uh, just lifestyle clients. Lifestyle clients just meaning you're just wanting to get healthy, stay active, you know, become just a better you. Uh, I deal with that side too. And then um, tapping into the mentoring side, uh, just getting trainers, you know, adjusted, learning how to do the do's and don'ts. Uh, so when they get into this field and, you know, want to just be depending, not depending, but just focused on just their passion, they have that startup plan and, they have that playbook to do this for a while or do this only. Okay. Okay. Um, so I got to start with this because I know you from back in the day. You were, <laughs> you looked nothing <laughs> like you, you, you look now. I mean, you were skinny, you know what I'm saying? Slim guy. You had the dreads. Now you yeah, were with a blue and I would have fell over. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was that guy. <laughs> yeah, y'all, he was small, man. And then just out of nowhere, I'm like, this dude transformed. So what happened in your life or what happened that made you say, you know what, I want to go after this or I want to make a change? Uh, really, uh, what happened is um, I was working with, I was working uh, for AT&T and they had me traveling a lot. And eventually I was just like, man, I'm, I'm doing too much. I ain't got no time for myself. And left. I left AT&T and moved to Charlotte. And I had a bunch of just free time for myself and joined. And I always pick at it, but that's where I first started at. Joined Planet Fitness. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, talked to the front desk. Front desk uh, introduced me to, like, one of their trainers there. And... He would, he was like, yeah, I don't personal train, but I'll give you a workout or whatnot. So he wrote me out a workout. I started doing the workout. I literally used to run to the gym because I lived like right around the corner. And after like the second month, I was like, hey, do you, you know, do you do like meal plans? Because I'm working out, but I'm still a little, a little, little skinny skip back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's like, nah, I don't, I don't do that. You know, I'll give you a workout. So I'm like, man, this is counterproductive. You know, I'm working out, but I'm not benefiting all the way. So I just took it on to just learn my body and, you know, learned slowly how to add weight on and eventually joined the military. And then when I got into the military, I lost all the shit <laughs> because of the basic training. Right. Um, but the military actually helped me out because they got me adjusted to learning the fitness side and um, got me all my certifications. So then once I got out of the military, well, got out of training, um, I replayed everything back to put on the size, but I did it more on a healthier way. Next thing you know, group me. Uh, started being active and someone was looking for a trainer and they was like well I know this guy that's worked out for himself he looks good and I ended up being they being my first client and they lost like 20 pounds in a month uh, um, and it just picked up from there and it, now we're here so okay how did you develop that meal plan Honestly, in the beginning, man, I was looking, watching, like, movies, Googling, YouTubing, <laughs> and seeing, like, what, uh, what, like, actors and stuff be eating, getting ready for, uh, for film. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I see they eat a lot of pasta. And I was like, well, shoot. So, each week, I would make enough pasta for three days. Uh, that would be one meal. I would go and, uh, 
you know, make my first meal, my breakfast, which would be quite big. And then I would do like snacks in between because in the beginning, man, I was, like you said, I was small. So I was like a buck 20. In Damn. College. Yeah. And was, uh, I, the highest I ever got was like 130. And this was like, I'm 20, I was 27 years old then. So I wasn't eating much, but at that time, that was a lot for me. So when joining the military, they put you on like a, you know, a strict diet, but it's enough to get you, you know, keep your body where it needs to. I just took in and where I was stationed at at Fort Steele, they have like the nutrition options listed Mm -hmm. and it shows you like, all right, this right here, you, you should eat this many times a day. This right here, you should be eating this many times a day. This right here is the red. So if you eat the red, this means you're going to have extra workouts because this right here, you should only treat yourself, a.k.a. the donuts. (laughs) (laughs) So just learning like, all right, cool. I should have this more, this more, and this less. And if I do this, I need to make sure this is just randomly. And over time, it just builds up. So then once, you know, I worked on myself, I'm looking like, all right, well, Let's try to eat just all the good for, you know, a couple of weeks. Let's see what happens if I add a couple of the bad things that they told me for a couple of weeks to see how my body responds. And then I got to see what worked for me. Once I got into bodybuilding, that took it off to a whole different level because that's all Mm -hmm. science-based. Once I learned the science part of nutrition, the lifestyle way, was definitely easier because with you know dealing with lifestyle that's just making changes for you to you know make your day easier competition is more so competition more so a job so you gotta you know eat this way to be able to be you know adjusted ready and judge approval um when it comes to a show oh look I'm fired. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. You are. That, and my phone is on silent. I don't get it. That's because you have an Apple device, I think. Whoa, Don't whoa. diss Apple. <laughs> Do you have... <laughs> he got my back. What did he say? He said... <laughs> he said... <laughs> just threw his hand up. Whatever. Y'all have all the issues. <laughs> We're not even going to go there today. We're going to talk about health. Yes. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's your turn. Cause I can go well, I, I am intrigued because I have seen, I, I um, when I first moved to Texas, my roommate, um, one of the roommates in the house, she was the competitive um, bodybuilding and I would say figure. So I'm not really uh, as familiar with the breakdowns, but just watching the meals uh, that she ate and the discipline, uh, I would totally agree with that is a job and very intense. But then it's interesting to see like uh, just the science behind transforming the body into certain physiques. Um, there was one guy that I saw on your page, he was into yoga and it was like a month later and he has a five pack and I'm like, I need to get on that plan. So it has me <laughs> like an eggnog is not going to do it. So, um, <laughs> knowing just how do you, um, I guess coach someone up, uh, even for myself, like how do you discipline i'm sure is part of that but in between the breakdown how do you deal with the resistance of clients uh really in the beginning um it starts with the consultation um when i'm meeting up someone that's new and we're sitting down and we're going over you know what their goals are what they you know what they're wanting when they get it what are they going to do And then we go into facts. Um, Everyone that comes to me, obviously, they may know because a lot of clients are always coming like, I know what to do. I just don't do it. Okay, well, (laughs) where's your line of discipline at? Because if you know what to do, why are you still fucking off? You know? So it's either, I always tell people, it's either you lack 
the education side of it. You lack the discipline either on the workout side or you lack the discipline of wanting to commit to, you know, being consistent with with meals. And it's okay if you lack in those areas. The goal for me, and this is why, like, when I do post clients, I never post, like, how long it takes someone because my mindset may be better than yours. Right. So in the beginning, it may be easier for me to adjust and say, you know what, I can throw out all my liquor and be ready tomorrow and won't have to buy it. But you, on the other hand, may be like, all right, I drink three times a day, but I will commit to only drinking two times. Now, to me, that's still bad, but that's an accomplishment to you. And you'll see a small change. Some people can make those change, those small changes and then over time make a bigger change at the end. And some mm-hmm. people can make those drastic. So my biggest thing in the beginning is what can we do to get your 100% of lack of discipline down to 90% in 30 days? And then mm-hmm. in the 30 days, how can we take another 10%? And then take another 10%. So by the time where, you know, six months in the game, you're making 50% of a better, uh, you know, decision. And you're seeing a 50% change in your body. And now it's easier for you to be like, shit, man, this body look good. And I'm still fucking off, you know, 50% of, of the month. What could happen if I adjust it some more? And now it's easier for you to adjust because you see what made that difference, you know, from making that, that small change. Would you say that, um, with more the dietary aspect of fitness, um, where, where do you stand on the meat and protein and like, cause I am more plant-based pescatarian, but I always hear like, I'll see people in the gym. Uh, this is, pre-COVID, but um, like eat a, a big old ribeye steak or like all these like, I don't know. I'm not the expert. I would like to loosely say dated forms of information, like but I don't know like 100%. You're more of the expert on that. So what's your outlook on dietary when it comes to plant-based? Because a lot of people are doing a lot of different modified diets like keto, like plant-based, vegan. Um, that's more of a trending thing right now. So for those people, is that considered when you're trying to work out? I, I say there, how I always tell people, there's more than one way to get the right, the right answer. Okay. Things that works for you. Each person's body is all different. So... You know, plant-based is great for some people um, because of, you know, how how their body breaks down food. Some people's body does really great with keto um, because their body needs that type. Vegetarian, pescatarian. Um, there's it's a lot of different ways to get the results that you need. But if it's coming from someone that is, you know, making a lifestyle change, it's going to be a lot of trial and error. So you got to figure out, you know, you got to try a few different things that, that may work for you and see what adjusts to your body. Me, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan, but I won't knock someone that wants to be pescatarian or wants to be vegan or wants to be keto because it may work for them. I have a have a client that is they love keto and that's all they do. But if you talk to certain people, they're like, oh, yeah, too much red meat for the body. You know, it's sitting in you and it's doing X, Y, Z. But then you can also go to a vegan and be like, dude, you're obese. But you said this is healthy for you. It it works in way different ways. So mm-hmm. you just got to know your body, know what works for you. And then once you know that, adjust it. So it's more bidding fit, benefit, uh, beneficial to you than harmful to you. Gotcha. So, okay, this is, so this is something I want to ask you and share as much as you can about this. Mm-hmm. How did you, what was your major? Marketing. <laughs> okay. 
Shit. Well, you answered half the questionnaire. Um, so you took that marketing information, obviously built a business for yourself. So what was, so I guess that, that first client, your first success story, was that the spark to say, all right, I need to turn this into a business. So talk us to talk us through some of like the steps you took to make this, you know, into what you do now. All right. So, uh -oh. I really know. So right. how, I yeah. started how I started was it was not planned. It was not planned. It was, let me, let me do something while I get ready for my next job or whatever. Mm. So I moved, I moved from Charlotte to Atlanta. When I got to Atlanta, I, um, was it right before? Either way, I, I moved to Atlanta. I think I joined the military, but I didn't get shipped off into J5. I literally got shipped off on J5. <laughs> I did that on purpose because I was like, all right, if I don't go, I'm, I mean, if I don't go now, I ain't going to go at all. So I signed up September 11th, told him that I'll leave on J5. And I was like, all right, cool. By the time I be back, it'd be like almost a year up. So I got back the week of, I got back the week of um, the Greek picnic. So I get back and then next thing you know, I'm like, all right, cool. I did this. Feels great. I'm on the right path. Um, and all of a sudden I applied for the police academy. Right. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I did the first part. I passed the, you know, the paperwork portion, took the test, the handwritten test, did that part. And then next thing you know, you have like a couple more phases. So I had to do the PT test. So I did the PT test, passed that part. Um, and then they did the, they call you back in, you do the screening. So the interview screening, that was interesting. Cause they tell you on the spot if they go want to or not, mm -hmm. like yeah. in the meeting. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. So a little different than, it's like the yes or no goes right there. So if they say yes, um, the next thing they do is they're like, all right, cool. We're going to look at your social media, unlock all your social media, step out the room. We'll call you back in. If what? we prove it and it's good, if they don't, then yeah, get out. Mm -hmm. So they did that part. I passed there. Good thing I don't really use Facebook and stuff like that for my personal use. <laughs> so... At that part, they're like, cool, the next phase is for you to meet the chief, but you also have to wait for the class to be filled. So you may be picked and chosen to start, but until they get the head count to start your, your process, you have to wait. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, cool, I shouldn't have to wait that long. There was like 20 people that interviewed with me. They picked like seven of them. The goal was like 40 people to sign up for, I meant to start the program. So the girl that um, she's, a, uh, she's an AKA, uh, actually, uh, who I trained, she started with me. How it was is in the group meet, someone asked um, for her. She reached out. I ain't never trained nobody. I only trained myself. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, how I'm going to set this up. I ain't got no damn gym. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> so... Um, I'm like, cool, what we'll do is we'll work out. Um, well, no, we didn't even work out. I did an online program with her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool, I'm going to make you a program. What I want you to do for 30 days is just follow these workouts. Workouts was simple. It was like a quick 30 minutes a day type spill workout. And then I made her a meal plan. It was pretty basic. I wasn't, I wasn't as good as I am now with the meal plan. So I would check in with her every day. Uh, she wasn't perfect with anything. She'll tell you now. She did like 50% of the work. <laughs> of it. Sound like me. But she, um, but she did, you know, she tried. So at the end of it, she lost 20 pounds. So she was just like on cloud nine, mm -hmm. right? And I was like, well, shoot. All right. I did an online program with her. Let me try to just do a regular online challenge. And I ran an online challenge and I was like, hey, you know, sign up today. I got, you know, I'm going to, you know, take 
the whole week for everyone to sign up and the following week we'll start. So I had like 20 people sign up. Out of the 20 people, only five people finished the damn challenge. But <laughs> but out of the five people, I think like every like majority of them lost like a good 10 pounds. So once I had those people do it, I was like, oh shit, okay, I actually might know what I'm doing. So the girl that lost the 20 pounds, she was like, hey, can we do something in person? And I was just like, uh, sure, but we're going to train outside because I ain't had nowhere to train at. Right. So he's like, all right, that works. So my ass, every morning <laughs> before waking up, yeah, praying like, please, Lord, just don't let it rain. Let me- <laughs> I just want to be able to do something. So that whole month, it didn't rain. Our our training was really easy. We used to go to Clark Atlanta. We wake up like at six. I woke up. We met up at like six in the morning. Mm-hmm. We go to Clark Atlanta. She was a, a plus size um, athlete uh, well, client. And she couldn't do much because she had asthma, uh, really bad asthma. Mm. So like if we... Like her warm up was to go around the track, and just from just walking around the track, we would get like a quarter around, and she would have to use her inhaler just wow. to get to the other side. So she had really bad health issues in the beginning. And our first goal was, hey, we want to cut down us using your inhaler, you know, four times in a session to three times. That was the goal. The right. weight wasn't the goal. You know, the workout wasn't the goal. I like and what, that. what what she's doing was the goal. So that 30 days, she was, you know, she went from walking, taking a break from doing the track, um, from the track to walking and not stopping at all and okay. limiting her inhaler. Now, in the result of that, you know, we dropped like a good 10, 15 more pounds, but that wasn't the focus. So it was easier for her to make that goal. I like that. Psychological, psychological. Right. Cause I, 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 I had, a, um, I had a trainer at one point when I was overweight and he would always get us to focus on other things. He was like, you know, don't, don't stop weighing yourself every day. Like just right. focus on getting through your workouts, focus on your diet. The results will come. So I like how you, like how you, uh, how you change the focus on her objectives. Right. So um, with her, I mean, we did really good um, speeding it up. Uh, six months later, she lost 70 pounds. And, and from then on, I went from, yeah, I went from one client to about 30. And month number eight, I finally get a call back from the police department. Damn. We, you know, we finally got the class full and I'm looking like, well, shit, you a little too late, my guy. Like, I got 30 people like sitting here. Like, I can't just say, hey, thanks for the money. I'm outie. So I, I turned it down and then um, I was like, all right, um, I need to see if this is what I really want to do. And if so, I need to see if the plus size clientele was my like go-to thing because when training each trainer has like their own niche like their own little style and in the beginning it was cool those were like the, the the crowd that i was getting and it was working really good but clients are territorial Oh shit! so clients are territorial so one time, uh, what happened was one of my clients referred this girl to me and she was like right on the borderline. And I was like, dang, this client dropped out a good seven pounds. She's going to be like one of those little Instagram baddies. And <laughs> he, he lost like a good 10 pounds. And her, I called her boyfriend up and was like, bro, you was you were smart with this. And he's like, what you mean? I said, you call her on her downfall. So when she got to come up, she's going to be like, man, you rocked with me. And I was like this, like, Oh, okay. I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) So she lost like a good 10 pounds. And like my plus size clients were like, 
oh, law, you don't need to train no more people like that because she's already at a goal. Like, she is a body goal. And clients don't really realize, like, how you looked at yourself when you came to me, mm. no matter what size you are, they see themselves that same exact way. So, like, even me, when I was, you know, 120 and, you know, at Claflin, ran track, you know, that was the way to school. And people were like, man, you're fit. And I looked, I was like, man, I'm looking at y'all. Yeah, Rob, like, how y'all, how y'all let me become a capital looking like sick? Man, what? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I looked like I was one of those feed me, like <laughs> five cent a day type spill. And I'm just like, yeah, like it don't matter if you plus size, medium size, anorexic size, like how it was. We all got personal goals. So it's like you, you got to have a welcoming. So at one phase, like, my plus size clients just stopped coming to me. They're just what? like, you know, that ain't that ain't what you that ain't what you want anymore. You want, you know, the Instagram model type people. And I was like, well, shit. All right, well, maybe this shit ain't for me. So, <laughs> um, what happened was, is I was like, you know what? I really want to get really good with the nutrition side. And one of my friends, they did bodybuilding. He was like, man, you know, once I did my competing. You know, I got to see how my body works by eating a certain way, just like how you say with your roommate. Yeah. Uh, she did figure. Um, and I was like, cool, well, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to just do one show. I ain't I ain't going to try to be this, you know, pro and make no money types bill. I just want to do it to see how my body will change if I get strict on a certain diet. So this guy, I hired this guy and we went through the phases. I learned a bunch of shit because that was where I was like, man, I ain't know nothing about this type of food, this type of food, and this, and drinking this much water. I got a question for and, you. Yep. And when training for competition, what was the hardest part for you? Because uh, you was already in shape, right? You already had your size. You already had your weight, but you were trying to, like, refine it, right? So with bodybuilding, it's, it's a little different. So I was fit to the normal type world right okay but when you get fit for competing basically you gotta have tough skin when you compete right because you're literally going on stage for a judge to break your body down to tell you where you suck at damn what it is basically so like you know if you're watching my stories you see how i shit talk on my people yeah but it's mostly like a mental thing if you can deal with me being blunt or you know just joking around with you you can go on stage and let a and let a judge say, "Yeah, you you know you're kind of on the heavy side. You shouldn't have did this show. You know that'll hurt someone that's just regular." Mm -hmm. So, really, what was my thing was even though I was big to the norm, I was small with competing. So I did very well with you know competing, but when um, my first show, I got third place and it was like 27 people third place wow and the, the feedback was man you got a really good physique you have a really good potential but yeah you need to take a year off to grow because you're still small so that was a year just, yeah just, <laughs> yeah you, you need all because yeah. i did the show in november he was like yeah all all 2018 you just yeah just grow because you're still small and me, I'm like, man, you know, I was 130 back in school. Like, I was, <laughs> I'm 180 now. You saw I'm small, but I get it. I was like, all right, cool. Let me take what he says and apply it and then come back swinging next time I go on stage. So the hardest thing was really just time managing, like, my eating part. Because no matter how much you work out, if you're not eating what you need to, then you're not going to grow. So that was the thing where uh, was the most challenging part. Working out was easy. Cardio was easy because that's what I did in school. I ran track. So, so did you run with Coach Hughes? I did. And how, what year did you finish? I finished in uh, 2010. Okay. I with Coach Sanders. Okay. I um I ran with Coach Hughes. Um, you ran? Yeah. I went to school on a track scholarship. What? 
Partial. Partial scholarship. I don't even know my own co-host. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Clearly. <laughs> We're just getting to know each other, but yeah, I just was wondering. I don't know, like, trying, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. No, he, what, uh, not to get too far off, but what event? He he recruited me for hurdles. Not me hurdles. too. We have so he much in common. Well, he recruited <laughs> me for that one, but the main scholarship was pole vault. So that was oh. one reason why I did not want to gain weight because I was small. Yes, yes, yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, that was that was my reason of coming to Claflin. I was like, oh yeah, pole vault, HBCU. Yeah, there ain't a lot of those. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so yeah, that's how that part uh, of came into play. So when I did my first show, like I said. The nutrition part was the the most challenging part. And then what became the challenging part afterward was actually taking that year off, taking that year off to build. Mm. So, you know, your mindset to grow versus to compete is two different things because now you're, you're you know, training your body to eat, eat eat and yeah you get to eat some junk food because you use that you know you use that food for the gym yeah and now after that year it's like all right time to switch it and be focused and disciplined on just eating the correct way and some people can't convert back you know it's like being you know being an alcoholic you done drinking and then you cut it off and then you get right back by someone that's drinking you're like yeah i can't even take one sip because if i take one sip it's a wrap i'm going right back to what i did yeah so me learning that helped me out with bodybuilding and it also helped me out with lifestyle because i went through all the phases so any like type of excuse you gave me i'm like yeah, I, I did that already. Yeah. Or this and and this is how I overcame it. So it's just um it was it was definitely a learning experience on that part. And then now this year was great because now I know competition is like my bread and butter. Lifestyle is really good. Um but uh competition side is like my really go to. And now now I can come back to homecoming because the my client that went pro, she's an AKA from Clapham. And I okay. was like, yeah, you ain't like me an undergrad, but shit, now you can't say nothing. <laughs> uh, look where I got you. Now you make money for bodybuilding for me. <laughs> <laughs> ego, ego. <laughs> yeah, now, now I can go back. <laughs> for sure, man. We definitely want to have you back. So how'd you come up with the name Outlaw Fitness? So, so the original name is Break My Fifth Law. Okay. And then Outlaw is just like the, it, it started out with like the slogan, to be honest with you. My clients helped me out with that part. So the Break My Fifth Law came from us being a five, me being, that's my favorite number. Yes, sir. And then Law is my name. So how I came up with Break My Fifth Law is, like I said earlier, there's more than one way to reach a goal right so when anyone comes to me i'm only teaching you what works for me yeah but in your journey what we're going to do is you're going to learn my ways and then plug in what works for you so by the time you're done with me you broke my law and created (laughs) your new you damn that's where that part comes into outlaw comes into a I completed what I needed to, and now I broke your law, and now I'm an outlaw. So that's where the two phases. I love it. I don't know if we're going to hear a better uh, a better reasoning behind someone's name than that. Yeah. <laughs> it has meaning all the way through. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Jess? You the- <laughs> yeah, what the- that eggnog. No, I'm about to say that eggnog. First of all, the eggnog is very good, actually. I want However, like, 
I am just still stuck on my I'm I'm like this whole interview, I'm thinking about me and like getting back. I need to do something. Like I am not I don't know. I just feel like I need to do something, but it's COVID and I don't want to do anything. So I do yoga here. Um, I walk. But I want to do something. I want to do a class. And I think I'm struggling now. I, I miss that type of energy from being in the gym, doing something. I was talking about that before we got on the call. Like, yeah. I miss that. I think, can, and I think I'm aware of it now. At home. Hmm? You can do stuff at home. I like the energy of like people. There's no one here. Like something. And that's um, where you got to do your accountability uh, workouts. So like when I'm on military, when I was on military orders, because when I trained, that was something that was like my downfall. Is because if how can I say this? Well, I can say it now because I ain't in the military. When your president would have us military people do certain things at random moments, I would have to drop everything and go, yeah. right? So just like how 2020 was and every, a lot of people got to sit at home and complain about being locked in their house. I wish I was able to be locked up in the house, but I wasn't, I was out and about. So what I have created was an app um, for my people and they would do their, you know, they would do their workouts at home. Now, one thing like I, what you just said was, you know, you basically what you said is you need that accountability and you need that, that, that extra motivation to look at, at the left side of you and the right side of you to keep going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what we did is I created like a program for them where it's almost like a, like a beach body or whatnot. But each person would, you know, hold each other accountable. So I have over, you know, I have over 30 plus clients. So what I told each client was find five people that I train and that is your that is your go to. So your go to needs to be active just like you're active. So if you're knowing that you're going to pop up my app, upload it, post it up and do the workout for 35 minutes in that 35 minutes which five is going to do it with so use our in the trenches together so when you do have those days where you're like man bump that i'm about to just sit in this bed and drink this eggnog and first man, of all <laughs> you got that friend that's gonna be I, like, you know what now i eat really clean <laughs> i sound i sound triggered i, <laughs> you do. I eat clean i eat clean <laughs> that actually was the trigger part it was so, a trigger. <laughs> but yeah, that it's just you gotta find like small groups that uh don't mind uh with you. Zoom Zoom workouts work as well. Yeah. Um you just gotta find something that's gonna help you out just a little bit and you know, get you just get you to I'm stay active. The summer. I do great in the summer. The winter I fall off and it's the, it's habitual. Like that's that's always the case. Yo, it yeah. sounds like Lawrence just said no excuses, and we all know. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not just telling you what he said. I didn't say you were making them. I'm just <laughs> no, telling you what is, I'm just no translating what he said in the lamest terms. That's all I said. Every time. What you mean? And you you just happened to talk when I was explaining that part. But that's what I. <laughs> it's a see you right. thing. I'm just saying. Um, you're right, Lawrence. You're right. Um. I just got to find my thing. Like, I am not feeling it right now. And I really, I told you about the pole class. Like, I was thinking about that. I just need something private. I don't want to be with, I want to, I want the energy from a person, but I don't want to be in a class right now. I don't think I want to be around a lot of people. Like, I don't want that. So I want individual attention. I need a trainer of some sort. So I need to put that on a list and make it happen. We'll have you back in about four weeks and tell you how it goes. I only got a couple more questions from for you, bro, and I'm, I'm gonna let you go. Um, tell us about your what so thus far, what is your greatest success story? Uh, let me see. My well, my first client is definitely like 
the starting point. And then this year was a, a great accomplishment too. Um, like I said, that first client that I had, she came in and broke a lot of health, uh, health things that was in her family. Mm-hmm. Um, they were known for like, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, um, and getting her to come off a lot of the meds that she had, removing out of being a diabetic, uh, losing over 70 pounds with me. That was like one of the great accomplishments because I did all of that without a gym. So it showed me I was able to, you know, be able to do what I needed to do without having the, the line life equipment to do it. So once I got blessed with the opportunity to get into a gym and then maintain like the overhead to be in a gym, uh, it it definitely uh, spoke volumes to me. Um, Leading up to now going a step further was actually opening up uh, my gym. Uh, Opening up a gym two years after starting was like a big accomplishment too because it really came like at a random moment. It was, I was training out out of a guy's gym and when I first got to him, I was like, hey, man, I'm only going to be here, you know, one to two years. I was like, my goal is to open up a gym. And I'm only here because you have, like what you said to me earlier, Rob, was your social media presence. I said, people don't know me. Right. I said, but I just need five minutes. And then once I get that five minutes, I'll match up with the best of them. And he was like, well, shoot, I don't care. Well, hey. I'm going to steal from you. You can steal from me. And I'm like, hey, it is what it is. At the end of the day, we both going to win. And I was, you know, at his gym and I was always like the first one there. I've made a post of this yet the other day this week. And I was like, the if you want to grow, you got to be the first one there and the last one to leave. And I was the first one at the gym. Uh, with him to watch his clients and you know he would only be there from five he i think he was there from five to two Mm -hmm. five in the morning 2 p.m i was like shit man those some bread and butter hours like i got all day to do whatever i want but i knew i couldn't do that so i'm there five in the morning and leaving at nine o'clock at night every day monday through saturday Mm -hmm. monday through saturday and you know it helped me out. I lost a lot of, you know, lost some friends and a relationship because they were like, man, you got too much. You ain't got enough time for me or yeah. you ain't, you ain't fun. But at the end of the day, I'm like, shit, I make my paycheck. You got, you got old boy that's going to pay you at the end of the week. Cause you're doing the same shit every day. Yeah. Like, I ain't there. I ain't making it. So over time, eventually, you know, people got to see who I was. They got to see the transformation. They got to see my style of training. They're like, oh, we want to test this guy out. And over time, what happened was their lease was ending and they didn't know where they were going. Mm -hmm. But they knew they were going to get something. I believed in them. They were going to get something, of course. But I was in the phase of doing bodybuilding competitions. And my clients needed a gym to work out. Ah. So um, one of one of these trainers that I know, I partnered up with him. And before we partnered up, he was like, hey, man, um, you know, I'm at this gym. It's literally a mile down the road. Your clients would have an issue. Let me ask the owner if it's OK if you come on board. And they said, sure, you know, come on in. You just can't, you know. If you have a lot of clients, you got to spread it out so the gym isn't packed because it's not as big as your old gym and we like to keep it small. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm there two weeks in the game. Mm. Um, the leasing um, the leasing guy, the landlord, whatever, came to us and was like, yeah, this is about to close. The owner of this gym hasn't paid rent in like three months. What? And we were like, what? But we've been paying rent. They was like, yeah, but they ain't come to us. And we was like, well, we don't know, but, you know, at the end of this, if, you know, something doesn't give, y'all got to leave. So the guy that referred me, he was like, 
man. So he goes in them, gets the information. He's like, oh, this is how much they want. And I'm like, shit, I got that. <laughs> I was like, well, what, what you trying to apply? He's like, man, you want to run it? So I'm like, well, what are the trainers going to think? Because you know, I'm the newbie, like two right. weeks in the game. And he was like, well, shit, they want a gym. Yeah, they want a gym. They're going to shut up and they're going to let it happen. So I was like, all right. So I go in, throw my deposit on, and he throws his, and we write the contract up to say what we're going to do for the gym. And we open up uh, my gym like in February. We took over in February. And from then on, we just, you know, really pushed through. And then coming into this year, um, I did bodybuilding. You know, I, I trained a lot of people, um, a lot of people from Claflin and State, actually. My first two athletes came from South Carolina State um, and both did very well. Both we always migrate to Atlanta and Charlotte, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, this year was a great accomplishment because I actually got to, you know, train someone for a bodybuilding show that was one from Claflin. And two, I was like, shit, I know you from, all right, you Gamma New, I'm a Gamma New. That's what's up. <laughs> but not only just, you know, doing a show and then doing great, she did the show and she won her, she won her pro card, which now means she's a professional bodybuilder, but she won the overall show. So she Dang. won her class to become a pro, but then she won against everybody in that class outside of her division to become the overall. So every year that they do that show, she's always going to be recognized as the head winning champion. So me never having someone win an overall and then me doing that to someone that I actually knew throughout the years right. spoke volumes because it was like, well, shit, when you first started law, yeah, I wouldn't have came to you because I thought you was the same skip. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, wait. <laughs> let's let's disappear this name that we speak of. Not disappear the name. <laughs> but yeah, so this year definitely, especially with COVID and all that, they didn't have a gym to work out of in the beginning, just like you know, Miss you know, Eggnog threw that excuse out there. But um they didn't have a gym in the beginning. Then they finally got a gym. And then when they got into the gym, they injured their, their shoulder. So mm. they couldn't really work their upper body for uh, two months. And then to turn it around and, you know, do something that they wanted to do and had on their vision board. And I was able to guide them to that, you know, to that point was a really great accomplishment. Yo, your journey, that... <laughs> It's it's funny. It's like everything just fell into place for you and you just followed the steps. Right. You just followed the steps. You believed in yourself. You kept doing what you needed to do and doing what you had to do in between time. But you recognized the opportunity and you weren't. Well, I'm not going to say you weren't afraid, but you were like, shit, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Oh, this work. All right, let's do it. Um, did you feel. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, with that point, did you feel. As those things were unve unveiling, like um, the yes, or were you moving scared, or were you moving confidently yes? Um, well, with the gym part, I was definitely, like, up in the air with, uh, just because I went in it with a business partner, and, you know, I know of the person, but, you know, when you you're committing to, you know, do something like this in a small term, it's like, do you really know that person? So, right. Like, all right, well, shoot. And what made it scary at one point, and I still did it, but what made it scary was I had someone that wanted to be an investor for me. Mm -hmm. And this investor is like, buck 100 with me all the time. Like, it don't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. And they were like, all right, I need to talk to you and I need to hear your business partner because I'll be able to know what type of person he is. So we go on and we talk and you said I can talk whatever way I want. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they talk and he's like, I don't approve it. And I was like, what? And they're like, 
he's an F boy. And you're going to realize it later down the line. And I was like, what? And I was like, but he hasn't shown me those signs. <laughs> he hasn't shown me those. And they're like, bruh, me and you work with people all the time. Like when I worked with AT&T, I was the business development manager. So I did a bunch of interviewing and screening and learning about people and body language and all that good stuff. And he did the same thing. Now he actually um, owns like his own part of that type of business. And he was like, I know what I'm talking about. So over time, I saw what he was saying <laughs> when we were talking and before that, he was like, yeah, you know, I would invest, but I can't invest with him on it. So I was like, all right, cool. I respect it. And what he meant by that was with my business partner. We're no longer business partners now. I, I, I got I got my own thing. But it was when we first started, he was more established than me. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing with me is. It's if I can see it and I can do it, I'm going to master it because I'd never second guess myself. Mm. It's all or nothing. So once I did my first client to do a show, I was already in teacher mode and I never got out of teacher mode, still in teacher mode. So where you're like, man, you're evolving is because I'm never I'm still not out of teacher mode. And I done a few. I had taught a few people for shows and then his accomplishment started to fade because he started to focus on what I was doing so while I was building he was being stagnant and then from him seeing me building his his mindset shift to I have to I have to adjust to what he's doing because now we're we're eye level and then it went from me eye level to now he's up on me and the jealousy started to pick up. And with that jealousy, it made it feel, I've started to feel claustrophobic in our own in our own building. Mm. So out of me not wanting to feel like, man, shit, I don't never want to, that's why I work for myself. I was like, I don't never want to go somewhere to feel uncomfortable or it feels like I have to work. Like, that's not what I was doing. Right. And for, for that portion, what happened was, it was a blessing. Um, I decided to part ways, but I parted ways when I was getting deployed. So no one would know what was going on. Right. So how it happened, it was smooth as butter. It was, I got my letter, let me know. It was a small appointment. I was going to be gone for like three, four months. So I was like, cool. Hey, this is what our contract said in our contract. It says if we decide that we wanted to part ways, blah, 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 blah. This is the process. Hey, I'm doing this, and this is going to be great because when I leave, people are just going to see me leave for military. So it's not like, oh, dang, what happened to y'all? Yeah, drama. Yeah, so I'm gone, and then while I get ready to come back, he wanted to make it drama. Oh, Oh, yeah, he left it, blah, 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 blah. But by the time I came back, it was like irrelevant to me because I came back and moved into a transition where I got business partnered with another gym owner, but I just took a smaller partnership because I was like, I don't want that type of headache. Let me deal with what I do. Y'all deal what you do. And when I make that transition, everything is easy. So now I'm in that different space from where I was to where I am now, and now I still don't have to worry. But to answer your question, yeah, I think about it, but I never doubt it because it's always going to be a learning experience. So every job that I had um, up to leading to now was already a doubtful job. The job that I had with AT&T was a commission-based job. So I already knew if I wasn't hungry enough to make what I needed to, then it wasn't going to work. So all my LVs knew about my first job and they wanted to apply for it. And it was like, yeah, hell no, I'm not doing that. You work too many hours. You are your, uh, you're on your feet too much. You talk to too many people. This is this too much work. Yeah. But then they're like, well, shit, you know, your income looking lovely. Yeah, but I'm working <laughs> for that income. So right. at the end of the day, it's like, 
you know, it's a push and pull type spiel. But the exactly. uh, the story that I, you know, the the journey that I went through ne- before to now makes it easier. So now it's just like now when I have a project, it's more so not overthinking like, is it going to fail? It's more so like, am I mentally prepared to pull the trigger? Right. And exactly. if I'm not mentally prepared <laughs> to pull the trigger, then it's like, all right, well, what else is it that I'm missing that I need to do before I get to there? Yeah, that everything you you've said tonight has been highly valuable. There's a lot of people transitioning much like you i mean i'm still transitioning with this podcast i mean jessica is still fairly new here but it's been a huge blessing and we are working well together and these are the types of stories that i think more people who are thinking about being entrepreneurs and working for themselves or being business owners company owners what have you y'all need to hear this man like this is the type of shit that you're probably gonna go through these are the type of opportunities that may present themselves and you have to make a decision. I really like your mindset of like, am I just ready to pull the trigger? It's not even a matter of if this is going to fail. It's like, if I'm ready, this shit going to happen regardless. I need to adopt that more. I'm learning (laughs) from you, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I I appreciate that. Um, my last question for you though, man, um, what words of wisdom do you have for anyone out there thinking about, you know, getting into the competition world or following in your footsteps and having their own um, fitness brand or fitness company. It goes hand in hand. Anyone that's, you know, looking at even with lifestyle to competition to entrepreneurship, you know, you got to make sure your, your mindset is, is, is straight on. So if you're that type of person that really, struggles in the areas you're going to need to know your weak points and have your five types of friends or five types of role models around you to help you with from your weak points to your strengths because if you don't have that circle to help you build or stay grounded you're going to crumble main the best example that i can give people is this year alone a lot of entrepreneurs or a lot of individuals that assumed they were doing great because everything was on the up and up. And once everything hit the ceiling and now your back is against the wall, you was hit with a lot of things to show your weaknesses. And were you strong enough to fight back with your weaknesses or Mm -hmm. were you someone to give? So, I mean, I have a bunch of friends that was either in fitness or any, some type of entrepreneurship world. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to have to work back for the man again because, you know, <laughs> I, you know I, can't this. I can't do this alone. And they're like, well, Law, how'd you do this? Shit, my, my, my train was already built before all of this happened. Like, I know my strengths i know my weaknesses so i know the right people in line to keep me in check in areas that you know i may struggle in so that's the best advice that i can give you uh someone that wants to do bodybuilding bodybuilding is going to teach you all your strong points it's going to teach you all your weaknesses because you're going to one sacrifice you're going to sacrifice your time you're going to sacrifice your money you're going to sacrifice your happiness. It's going to be something that you sacrifice, but you got to figure out and understand is your why bigger than what you're about to sacrifice. Ooh. If your why isn't bigger than what you want to sacrifice, sit your ass at home and don't do it. <laughs> that, and drink that, eggnog. Yeah, and drink eggnog. And <laughs> talk about that one-on-one training that you want. <laughs> hey, hey, you you. <laughs> That why my mentor says that my real estate mentor shout out to Corwin J Millet he used to always talk about that why yeah always that, that that is super serious but um Jessica you got anything else nope I'm just gonna go find a trainer find something <laughs> I'm serious I was talking about like I did I, I did, yeah I need something like I need my mojo back well. Yeah. 
Ojo back. Lawrence, before yeah. I let you go, man, um, let the people know where they can find you, where they can contact you one more time. This will also be in the description. They can find me at Break My Fifth Law uh, on Instagram and then on Facebook. They can just find me, Lawrence Inman. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all again for listening and supporting the podcast. Make sure you follow Lawrence. Make sure you sign up. If you if you bought that life and you ready, because when you go to the Instagram page, you're going to see how serious it is. But if you bought that it's life and ready, go ahead and sign up and break <laughs> that fifth law. Um, shout out to our affiliates. Don't forget about our affiliates, Retro Mimi, Blackwater, Acre Gold, and Garner's Garden. Those links will be in the description. Get you some products. You know, it's the holiday season. Hook yourself up. Hook somebody else up. Great gifts, great presents for people. But until next time, you already know you can find us, FME underscore podcast on Instagram. You can follow me personally, complete underscore vision. That is complete with the K. Jessica, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at exposure, E-X-P-O-Z-H-E-R. And? As well as my bread and butter, Lash and Soul, L-A-S-H. A-N-D-S-O-U-L. And you can always join our Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. And you can also join our Facebook group um, from My Experience Podcast. So until next time, take care of yourself physically, mentally, and financially. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.